Like, I only get to see you every so often, right? So it's, We're yeah, both busy yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Okay, so you're part like, of... If I, was, if I was talking to you maybe every single day, um, then maybe our hangouts would get to, like, the point of, um, like, oh, I've been having too much fun with Jason. Oh. I should, like, be doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun with Jason! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um, for you coming to Canada by yourself, like, did you feel like you had a hard time fitting in or adjusting to being Canadian? Yeah, I definitely did. There was, like, all these ideas I had of, like, what Canada would be like and stuff. It's, like, a lot of you just get from TV because everything, TV is, like, the U.S. Canada. Right, like, yeah, or, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm not super proud of how I was in first year. Was just, like, <laughs> like, trying so hard to fit in and, I don't know, just, like, too extreme. <laughs> You don't have yeah, to be embarrassed about trying yeah. too hard to fit in. That's my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there was a de- definite awkward phase in first year where I was just like, I didn't know who I was. I felt like I should be one type of person, mm. which is like more extroverted or like more, I don't know, uh, like I should like talking about beer and hockey. Like right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I tried really hard to like be those things. Right. But then I realized that. I learned to, I guess, like, be okay with myself and, like, learn that, okay, it's okay to not like those things. Oh. It's okay to be who I am. <laughs> Dwayne would be so proud of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah freaking first year is hard. When I think back to my experience of you in second year and my experience of you in first year is so different. When did we start hanging out again after first year? Like, I, uh, like I didn't sec- hang out. Second term, second year. Because, like, first term, second Electrical. year. Electrical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see you at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I wasn't in a good spot, but I just, like, learned so much through that. Right. Like, oh, what do I actually value? Like, oh, I'm, like, chasing all these things, which I'm really not. Um, and that kind of, like, teaches you in a lot of ways that I think if, like, everything's good, you're not really thinking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so what I was going to say was, in first year, yeah, my impression, not that you didn't have much of a personality. <laughs> Maybe I'm saying <laughs> But, like, I just, I remember you had this, like, Barcelona poster, oh, yeah. <laughs> this soccer. So, I, I guess you liked soccer, and I guess you like Ferraris. Ferraris? Do I? Is that right? This is my, this is kind of what I'm trying to remember of what you were like in first year. Well, I like soccer. Yeah, I had the Barcelona poster. Ferraris? Well, I liked cars, but I don't think I had a car poster. <laughs> I think you liked cars because you wanted to go into mech. Yeah. And oh, I was working on like the, the formula. formula. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like again, you just didn't seem to have any distinctive personality. Like, sort yeah. of like what you were saying, you were just trying to fit in. But I think I was on like the I was on the track to become like the type of person who like goes to work, watches right. TV. Oh. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to engineering school, UBC, whatever. Yeah. Like, work, cars, like that's what I want to do. Mech. Yeah, and but I then, thought you like, were going there. Be, yeah. <laughs> and then, so that's what I'm going to do throughout the day for the rest of my life. And then just come home, watch TV, or talk about beers and hockey with friends on the weekend. I think <laughs> if I hadn't had that that year of electrical and then right. just, like, hating my life, <laughs> I think I would have continued to be like that. And mm. just, like, that probably would have been my life. Just because I, I never, like, stopped to think about why I wanted these things and like mm. what I actually like wanted like do I even enjoy being in engineering and then I realized oh no I don't even like technical stuff and like now I'm like literally avoiding like the technical <laughs> stuff. Like, are like, you? Like, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was more excited about my new job it's like 
sales. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> totally. Okay, cool. Yeah, that happened because you didn't get into mech, right? Yeah. yeah. So, good thing you didn't yeah, get into mech, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it about electrical that showed, that taught you all these things that you didn't want? To be honest, I think getting not getting into mech was like the first big thing that I hadn't been able to achieve ever in my right. life. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like you come into first year, you're like, oh, like the whole, like I got into UBC was like, to me, like getting into UBC was like getting into Harvard. It's like, mm. oh my God, wow. I'm like Destiny's Child. <laughs> Destiny's Child! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. There's nothing I can't do, right? That's right, right, right. Like, and then you come here and like, I'm like top of my class. I'm like, oh, wow, I play soccer teams. Like, what? like everything, right? It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And then come to UBC and it's like, everyone's really smart. And too smart. Like, yeah. um, and it's just so many distractions. I'm trying to fit in, like all these different things, and then but I was I was guaranteed uh, my first year placement right. if I got like seventy five percent in first year or something, and I yeah. got seventy three. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So wow. Yeah, I think that was like the first thing where I was like, I was like sure that, oh, okay, whatever, I'll get it back. Maybe like this one, five, three final might have brought down my confidence a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, that was the first thing that I really didn't get. And that kind of like set me back and like kind of, and then when I got into electrical, I like really didn't like electrical. Mm. Like it's like, like so far for me, engineering was like, it's not something that I love, but it's like, oh, I can deal with it. It didn't really force me to like think about like, it, it didn't make me miserable. Mm. So it was like, electrical just, like, made me really miserable. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I hate this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, that kind of forced me to, like, I dropped my courses, like, had some time to reevaluate re my life. But yeah, I think it was really just that first failure, I guess. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what forced me to, like, stop and realize that life isn't going to go, like, the simple trajectory that I have in my mind. Right. Like, it's like, maybe I should be more intentional about mm -hmm. where I want it to go. Huh. Do you think you had more of a personality in high school? That's a good question. Um, I feel like I did. I feel like in high school, uh, because I wasn't trying to fit into anything, like mm. everything was already, like my high school was very cliquey. Everyone kind of did their own thing. There weren't any real bullies or anything. Right. That was something that I learned about on American television. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I felt comfortable in my own skin in high school. Like I was like, mm. okay, whatever. I'm like I play video games, I play soccer, whatever. But to be honest, I, I don't, I don't know if I was very intentional with those things. It's what everyone else was doing. But I didn't feel like I was forcing myself to be that way. Right. Um, whereas, like when I came into Canada, I felt like, oh, I'm coming from this like very different environment. Like there's no way what everything that I am right now is gonna be acceptable to like all these Canadians. It's like mm. I have to fix myself or have to like change myself to fit into this new environment. Mm. Like I, I definitely didn't feel like I had to force myself to be a certain way in high school. Although maybe I wasn't very intentional in who I was, right. but then when I got to university, I felt like I had to deliberately like change myself. Right. And it's interesting because like the first time you tried to be deliberate was to try to fit in, but then it didn't really work out. So then you had this year of crash and burn and then you had to reset. So you were intentional again. Yeah. But then it was intentional towards yourself. Yeah. And that's where you developed this like, oh, I owe it to myself, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah, what's the, the difference there? I guess so, like in high school, like it, like everything was natural. Like it's like, I don't know. I, I, I was like everyone else already. Mm. Like I wasn't very differentiated in high school. 
Right. I was already like everyone else, but I never felt like I had to change myself to be like that. I was, I like grew up around all these people like my whole life. It's like I, I naturally became that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, in university, I had to, like, I still wanted to be like everyone else, but now everyone else was different. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then second year, it was like, okay, now I don't want to be like everyone else. And that's like the first time in my life, oh, like even in high school, it's like, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> huh. How are you these days? Like, okay, so you have these things that you like. You're pretty different from, I'd say, most people, right? Would you say that? I would say that, <laughs> I like what you said, but I don't know how to say it again. I like how you said that was the first time in my life where I decided not to be like everyone else. Is it as simple as that? And I guess like, okay, I'm packaging that just the people are wrong or it's like not right for you. Like, how did you know what to look to? Like, what, like, what is your compass in that? I think again, like it was like that failure from, yeah, not getting into Mecca and then like going mm-hmm. into electrical, absolutely hating it. Right. And then that made me kind of realize, oh, this really isn't good for me. Like whatever path I'm like going on right now is like not right for me. I think that's what triggered it. But then, then you start thinking about, well, what is right for me? Um, I don't know what's right for me until I like try all these different things. Right. Um, so I, like that's when I like got involved, like did a bunch mm. of different things, started running. I started going to the gym. Like that was like, um, yeah, no, fair yeah, um, uh, and then realized, oh, I don't like going to the gym. So I started running and then I like stopped going to the gym that kept running. Right. So there was a lot of trial and error, I guess. Okay. Like that's how it, and then I, I think like once you've done it long enough you kind of like get a better understanding of yourself and like mindfulness really helps yeah then you're like not trying things that you know you won't like right yeah i guess that's how my compass now is just like i think i'm pretty clear on the things that i value mm-hmm. the things that are important to me the type of person i am right like, like i know i like going to improv shows but i don't think i would <laughs> be the type of person to like go to an improv class and like I don't yeah know, maybe, like i wouldn't like that so uh I, I don't know, again, like, it, I don't think I'm, like, there, but I think I'm, like, pretty, uh, I think I'm pretty self-aware now. Right. Whereas before, like, it took trial and error to get to yeah. that point. To, yeah. yeah, to, like, true out your compass. Yeah. But now you're pretty happy with where your compass is pointing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's good. How about you? Um, Like, did you feel like growing up like did you feel like you needed to fit in or like in high school before yeah of course um (laughs) did you struggle to fit in growing up i was always like acutely aware that i was the only chinese kid in the class of white people chilliwack (laughs) 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 and i don't think it always like of course it came up but i guess it's kind of hard to really articulate all those moments because it was just like a lifetime of right something that i reflect on is that growing up i actually didn't have that many friends and i would never invite my friends over to my house which is literally my favorite thing to do these days but growing up i think i was a little embarrassed to like bring my friends to my house like i felt like we didn't have tv i thought my toys were lame i thought our furniture was weird i thought we ate weird food you know i was embarrassed by it not that it was bad it was just because I sensed that it was different, that I didn't know if other people would like. I felt the same way when I was in Canada. It was like five, the first time I was here, like when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, I think I was always like navigating that, right? I was always, I was aware that "Mm, I'm different. I'm going to try to fit in. I don't think I uh, 
got that confidence of, or I didn't, I don't think I came to that realization of, mm, maybe these people are wrong. Maybe I'm going to do my own thing. Um, because I, I think I did try to fit in for so long. Yeah, until probably in grade 11, I believe, we did this like band cultural exchange thing. It was just an excuse for the band teacher to go to New York and like brought some students. We went and we, our bus got paired up with a bus from Nova Scotia. I think when I met those students, those other students, you know, just like people my age, the social dynamics, they're all kind of like messed up. And so I can make it for myself, right? Like entering high school or okay, like maybe in grade seven, I sort of self-identified as like, okay, I'm the one Asian kid in the class. This is where I sit in the like social total. And then I think that was just the position that I kept myself in through middle school into high school. Okay, here's the social dynamic. This is where you sit. And then when we went to New York, I think that was, yeah, like my first opportunity to be like, oh, like there are other kids here. Like I don't know where they sit. And because I don't have that information, I'm sort of forced to like think for myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that was like, I, I point to that experience where I came out of my shell a little bit because mm -hmm. I, when there was no information, I had to like make those connections myself. I'm like, okay, like, this is what I think. This is what I think. This is what I think. Oh, you don't think it's terrible? Okay, cool. This is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, coming back from that trip into grade 12, I like pretty much came up with a whole new group of friends that I didn't hang out with before. And that was really, yeah, it was just interesting. It was cool. And that's where I sort of took on that like ambassador, like leader role. You found a bunch of kids that needed an ambassador. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and it just felt good. Um, I think going into university, it was a bit of a backtrack because I, I took on some assumptions again of like, mm, this is where I fit in. Oh, I'm the first year now. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, first year was weird in that like, I ended up hanging out with you, um, Yash, Kumar, like a bunch of people from like Thailand. Like, what was I doing with those people? <laughs> Not that I didn't like them. It was just a weird, right? Like I was a weird token Canadian. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what I was doing, to be honest. <laughs> um, have I learned anything in all of this? I guess, uh, 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 getting at was like, how did you come to, I guess, self-actualization or like self, like how I said, like, how did you come to like true your compass of, mm. um, of like where you want to go in life? Like, do you think that was pretty good, um, coming out of high school or? Yeah. Like I definitely saw a glimpse of it in grade 12 after New York into grade 12 at this whole new group of friends. And it was just like, I felt like I was kind of like the leader. Everyone was like yeah. looking up to me and it's like, Oh, I love this. This is so good. I lost my way a little bit university, but then in second year, did you ever come eat at my house in Fairview? Did you ever, did we hang out? I did. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I think that's when I got it back, mm. when I could invite people over, like, hey, let me cook for you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come and like, I'm going to host my friends. Hi, Safter. Meet my friend Curtis. Meet my friend Farbode, you know, yeah. uh, providing that, that's when it like felt right again. What, what felt good about it? How did I true it out? Like, we talked about trial and error, I, and I definitely did a lot of trial and error. Um, like, I think I joined, like, four or five different clubs in first year. What felt good? <laughs> I think it's, like, pretty much this topic of this podcast, but I just found these people who were, you know, a little earnest, yeah. <laughs> a little self-healthy, a little 
I um one of my roommates, she said she re- she was telling me about her, one of her like ex boyfriends and how they got along re- really well because they were both kind of rated PG. Um, like they would just do very wholesome like coupley activities. Like they would like go to the pumpkin patch. They would like make jam together or something. Like just nice wholesome fun. Like they weren't going out partying and all that. Um, and I think that like resonated with me a little bit. Like I think like this, yeah, right. Like I think the stuff that I'm into is just like yeah, just wholesome and nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Which just feels right to me. Like it just feels good. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, those are kind of ultimately the people that I've gravitated towards and just like yeah like finding your people and finding people who are like on the same page as you and speak the same language yeah it's um like you were talking earlier I guess like in another podcast about uh, how like you have all these different groups of friends um but uh like you value all of them as friends right like for me like I don't see everyone as friends it's like, good, like whatever. yeah fair enough. um but like for you like all your friends are your friends but at the same time you like you're not fully comfortable with disclosing parts of yourself to mm. certain friends. Like if you have friends that you're like, you feel like you have to suppress a part part of yourself with. Right. Do, don't you think that, can that be damaging to you as yeah. a person? Good, good question. Same point raised by Dwayne. <laughs> totally. Yes. Like I do think so. And I think it's something I'm trying to work on. I think my ultimate goal is I can be as open as I can with everybody, friend or not. Mm. And then at that point, the whole world is my friend. And thus, Jason, completing Jason's goal of being friends with everyone. People keep telling me it's not realistic. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, where it's like, it doesn't even matter if you're a friend or not. Like, oh, we only... This is my first time meeting you? Like, who cares, right? Like, I'm still going to talk to you about, like, this really big emotional thing. It's like, yes, I would like to get to that point. Not quite there yet. But I do, I, I think I am, like, along that spectrum. Like, I am pretty open with, like, calling you my friend, inviting you over. Yeah. So, the same roommate, she also gave me this feedback that's like, wow, Jason, you invite so many people into our house. Like, like every, literally every week, I'd be inviting, some, like, a new friend over. And it's like, oh, like, how do you know Jason? Oh, I mean, like, I really, I don't. Like, we just, like, <laughs> we're in this, like, same lab group, and he just said you want to come over for food. And she's looking at me, she's like, why did you invite him over? Like, you don't even like him. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like him or not. He seemed cool. And he, if he wanted to come, he could come, you know? And it's like, not that big of a deal. And to me, again, I was sort of like, relishing in this luxury of, oh, I have this space to host people. Because if you remember growing up, I felt like I didn't have that. You know, I wanted to hang out with these people, but like, when you're eight, you can't say, hey, do you want to hang out in the park? Yeah. Uh, maybe you could, but I didn't know to do that. So it's like, I was waiting for my friends to invite, for them to invite me over to their house. Mm. But they didn't. So, and I couldn't invite them to my house, so we just never hung up. And I think that made me sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now, it's like, I want to hang out with you, but I'm not just going to wait. I'm just going to say, come over. Like, and yeah. So, okay, that's that differentiating between these people if I have to hide part of myself why am I calling them a friend I think it yeah it's still there there's a part of it that's still aspirational or it's like I would like to be more open I don't think the issue is I'm calling too many people my friend I think the issue is I just be more open (laughs) (laughs) what do you think about that yeah so I think 
you you feel like you can be open with these people like you can talk to the rock climbing people about podcasting but you just feel like you can uh going back to truing out our compass i feel like you know you had to true out your compass by testing out these activities these achievement things that you could invest your achievement points towards right for me because my compass is towards people right a lot of my truing out had to just be like trying to hang out with different people like i would go to this party and i'd be like trying to talk to this guy what am i talking to you about i don't even know like is this what i want how i want to be spending my friday i don't think it is but like this is where i am right so it's like okay i don't like that but i think i'm at a point now where i know the people that i like to hang out with i know it's pretty good and i know it's like good for me and like so i think my like that's why i try new activities take it or leave it like maybe i'll be into it maybe not i don't really know but i know the people that i want to spend my time with and as long as that's aligned it doesn't really matter what i'm doing so i think that's why i'll try a lot of new activities but i have a good sense of who i want to open up to um i have this compass of i have a good sense of who i for sure like but i think i have a bad sense of like i think it's pointing in the right direction and i like know people along this line but i think it could be wider like i could i think i could bring more people into the fold Right? Mm-hmm. And I think in the past, I'd be like, ooh, no. But now it's like, even if they're not into it, I'm going to say it either way. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to, like, get to. And, like, the, the theme of this podcast so far has kind of been about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool! Okay, I think that's our episode. Do you want to say anything? Uh, no. Okay, great. <laughs>